Hey there, it is Angela from Horns and Halos. I just wanted to call in and wish you a happy and safe 4th of July. I haven't done any episodes in about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of been going through some stuff lately and yeah, but I wanted to call in to my favorite channels and wish them a happy and safe 4th of July. So, have a great day. Happy 4th. I'm now heading back on a train filled with people coming back from today's 4th of July celebration. Most of these folks, I'm sure, have never actually been on the subway before, so it's a lot of fun to see all these new people. Ideally, this will acquaint people more and more with taking the subway <coughs> instead of driving their cars around and getting parking tickets all over the place. Man, it was so cool. We got to see the fireworks, which I didn't record any of. However, I'm sure you can imagine. you could can imagine what they sounded like. Perhaps you yourself were out there tonight watching fireworks, perhaps having some brewskis, eating good food, hanging out with friends and or family. If not, I'd like to believe that whatever you did was incredible and you were doing exactly what you wanted to be doing joy in your heart and smile on your face. I almost was going to go home early, but something pulled me towards staying there and watching those, watching those fireworks. It was, just, it was amazing to be around so many people who are probably used to just staying inside most of their lives, just staying inside, maybe going to their nine to five jobs and then coming home hanging out with their families, going to sleep, not really going out, being a part of communities, being a part of the magic. It, it, was, in, it was incredible. Right at the end there, just as you heard in the last podcast episode, there was a guy who Michelangelo had just met last night, July 3rd. He met somewhere, and all of a sudden, there was there was that same guy. Out of all these thousands of people, there there was that guy. I approached him because he had a, a T-shirt on that said "Too Much Coffee Man," which is a which is a comic that I've never seen mentioned outside of uh, reading it way back, geez, 19 years ago. Even before that, probably you know, 1998, 1999, when I was going to Columbia College, too much coffee, man. I associated with that character because I, I too drink a lot of coffee. So there he was with the T-shirt. I went up and I said, "Hey, that's a kick-ass T-shirt." And it turned out that guy had met Michelangelo last night. So what I'm thinking back now on. Uh, 
well, basically what you what you didn't hear, and it was uh, basically another some other person that the Wizard of LA and Michelangelo happen to know. He and his girlfriend happened to see us. And so we met up with those guys, and I told them about Yachty Crew. I was telling everyone about Yachty Crew that I met, giving them cards. And it was really, really, really cool. I don't know if I was recording during this moment. Um, At the end of last podcast, you hear a a wonderful conversation going on between Michelangelo and the Wizard of L.A. and myself at the table. We were at a table, and... We invited a couple to sit over, sit with us. This is during the daytime. And they were holding their pizza. They didn't know where to sit. And we invited them over. And they shared their pizza with us. It was so cool. They, they shared their most of their pizza with us. I The more I said no, I don't want to, uh, you know, I know this food is expensive out here. The more I said no, the more they were offering their pizza to me. And I, I just had to accept it. I just And plus, it was absolutely delicious. Shortly after that, I had a an ice cream sandwich, Coca-Cola Classic, and I was yeah I was gonna go home. I was gonna work on the Bloody Bobby stuff, the the, the music cues, all the all the post-production stuff I'm 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 gonna do, and I I felt irresponsible not going back to go to go work on that stuff. And then I said, you know what? I got. I'm here. I gotta see these fireworks. I gotta. I'm among good people, enjoying ourselves. And oh, I see a lot of folks with Dodgers hats on and Dodgers shirts. Maybe that's what's happening. People. A lot of folks are coming back from. The, ooh, so simultaneously come back from the Dodgers games and from the from the. From the Grand Park fireworks, it's pretty cool to see all all these folks out here. It's really awesome. You could tell how how exhausted a lot of these folks are. They must have had long days. I feel tired. I'm ready to go home. I'm going to brew up a nice nice glass of ozonated water. And then off to bed. However, actually, I might... I might read from the idea book now that I think about it. Oh, at the top of the hour, we heard a really nice 4th of July message from Horns and Halos. That was really cool. I've also got some about four or five other extraordinary messages from folks who I sang theme songs for, and they're going to. I'll, yeah, I'll shuffle in one more. I think what I'll do is uh, Spidey Heck. He left. He left one. Uh, that that I'll put in there. Each episode, I really want to put at least one of these extraordinary podcasters into it. I didn't realize. The Wizard of Valley told me that apparently I'm I'm 
nominated for what's called the Adam Curry Award, which I didn't, which I never, I never knew what that was. Adam, Adam Curry Award. So I'm, I'm nominated for that, and I think the best arts podcast. What a cool thing, huh? Didn't you, this is this is an honor. If you wanna if you wanna vote for me, feel free to go to podcastawards.com and do that. Please do that. Um, that was so cool of them to do. I had no idea. If you're listening to this, the organizers of the podcastawards.com, I apologize for the cranky message I sent you. I'm saying sorry on behalf of myself. Me, my, on behalf of three of us, me, myself, and I. It was... I was feeling chapped because... In order to vote for the awards, people had to give their email addresses, their names, all that stuff. And I think there have been many times like that in the past where I had to do that stuff in order to vote for something. And it just it just rubbed me the wrong way. Just rubbed me the wrong way. And I, you know, I didn't like that idea of others having to do that. And I, reading it, man, it just... I'm embarrassed by it. I could have said anything else. I know I, I know how much hard work that guy puts into putting this thing together. He's done it for 13 years. Um, and, you know, I sent him an email. I said, you know, I... I, uh, I, I just... I just don't endorse this kind of behavior, and please give me back my $10 so I can use it towards podcasting equipment, if that's what's going to happen. And he said, well, we need to do that so there aren't any spammers, and we promise not to use their information. Their, their information is private with us. We, we, you know, we're not going to sell it or anything. And I jumped the gun. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't applying the information that I know. I can tell you right now, folks. Make sure to eat something or to take a nap. If you're in that moment where you're about to send someone an email and you're tired or you're hungry. Make sure you eat first or take a nap, step away from it, do something else, and then get back to the email later. Once you ring a bell, you cannot unring it, as my buddy Dave Uchansky says. You cannot unring it. So I told him, I'm, you know, that, that, that was just, that was wrong. And it's not a proper representation of what we talk about on this podcast or how I, you know, I could have 
any number of different ways that that, that, that could have been handled. For instance, one a good one would have been do you you know do you sell people's information if they vote for it? I could have just simply asked that instead of assuming, instead of jumping the gun, instead of being impulsive. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. So, from this point forward, I promise to really think about. It's bad enough with text messages and emails that you cannot tell the tone of voice with someone, even if they're joking. There have been numbers of occasions where I've sent text messages to people and it was a complete, complete facetiousness, a playful thing. And then after reading the email, I'm like, wow, that could come out being sounding jerky or you know, the tone. You think it's one thing. And then it reads different. So, then when you add on to that something that you're irritated by, definitely, definitely takes, definitely takes work to craft craft the words the sentences and to craft your uh, sentiments crafting your sentiments so we shall talk more later I'll most likely be reading from the idea book for you when I return and or playing ukulele possibly. That would be the best. Playing with some ukulele. So, having said that, take care and I'll be back. I'll be back.
Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. I figured now would be a good time as any to dip back into the idea book. So we got here today. What do we have here today? Okay, so what I put here was, let's see, this says comic prequel for extracted Oh, no, 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 that's, that's, we already talked about that. Okay. This is where we... Okay, so here we go up. Gravity Gravitas. Talk to Del Weston about AOF cooperation. Del Weston uh, is the founder and he runs the... Action on Film Fest. That's where Max Neptune first played. If you guys get a chance, if you like retro sci-fi, please check out Max Neptune and the Menacing Squid. It took us five minutes, uh, five years to put together. That's the movie that was co-directed by John Garside, who puts together Forgotten Tales. And Colin Fleming, John Garside and Colin Fleming put that together. So, let's see. Friendship Ecosystem. Oh, now that's interesting. Okay, so that was a long time ago. That was an idea that my dad and I came up with, Friendship Ecosystem. And I read to you guys before. The Friendship Ecosystem. That's on one of these podcasts. The Friendship Ecosystem. Years later, I ended up writing an essay on it. And it's so interesting. This was after I had stopped doing uh, substitute teaching. I was still in contact with some of the some of the students. And one of them, Jonathan... He 
he and I, basically, I said, you're still going to that school. Can I write an article? And how about you put your name on it? And so it was all about the friendship ecosystem. And it ended up in the school newspaper. And it caused a lot of waves with those kids. They loved it. He became like a hotshot of the school because of this friendship ecosystem essay. Friendship ecosystem. As one can imagine, it's the idea of the kinds of friends you keep with your, you know, you keep around yourself, and the ecosystem that's built within that, the 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 healthy the healthiness of the whole thing. The the you are what you eat kind of thing. Here's another idea, cinnamon Cincinnati. Another idea, edible artistries. Here's another one. Start writing down Kaufman's story. Now that's, wow, that's a big story. I've written articles about this. There's one called April Applauds Andy Kaufman is Alive. I think that's what it's called. That's one of them. That's on uh, that's uh, on the website headstuff headstuff.org. Then I wrote another one which appears on Hub Pages. That's called Andy Kaufman's Archive Are Alive. I think that's what I called it. So many links in there. It, it details to some extent the journey that I took through following the whole Andy Kaufman Lives, uh, AndyKaufmanLives.com, and all the various forms, uh, all the various camouflages. Oh, this. This is an idea that I have for a movie. Here we go. Okay, so this is it. A man perfectly content with dominating the amateur charts. Gonzo. Hi, kid. Hi, little guy. And it says here, Perfectly content with dominating. Oh, well, there we go. So this concludes tonight's <laughs> tonight's uh, reading. <laughs> oh, you're so funny, guy. I moved uh, I moved the idea book over here to my bed, and uh, you just laid on top of it. You just laid on top of it, didn't you? Dr. Gonzo, Dr. Gonzo, he's a cat and he's awesome and he's happy and he's healthy and he's smiley and he's wise. 
Dr. Gonzo, Dr. Gonzo, he's a cat and he's awesome and he's happy and he's healthy and he's smiley and he's wise. I will tell you more about the video game movie in the future. You know what? I know I've got another idea book in here somewhere. Another another idea book. Here it is. Wait, is this it? Is this one? Says, is this another idea book? Did I start writing in this one? Oh. Oh, interesting. This is all about Stolen Babies, a band. Stolen Babies. Find one, find guitars, two, paint them, three, sell them. Day of the Dead Parade. This, oh, this is. This is um. Is here find princess of Dubai, become her friend. Delirious conundrum, pretend fuzzy pink bunnies. read from my sketchbook. How about that? I would frequently make like in these sketchbooks I, I would write things next to um, I'd write things next to Hi Gonzo, you stay right there. I'd frequently you have anything to say? you have anything to say? <laughs> what? what? What are you doing? I would frequently write... Oh, you want to sit on that one now? Okay. Some... You want to sit on that one now? Whoops. 
you want to do? What do you want to do? Which one do you want to sit on? You got that look in your eye. Ugh. What? What are you doing? What? What do you want? What do you want? Where do you want to lay? It's up to you. It's up to you, not me. That's why I read the uh, He got off the this book and he went to sit on the other book now. Let me open this up for you to another page. You like this page? Alright, so here we go. Uh, man perfectly content with dominating the amateur charts. So we would have the amateurs, intermediates, experts off the charts. The whole idea is that there's this uh, culture of arcade game guys that are just, you know, they're just awesome. Uh, and they're different, different, obviously different kinds of levels. And so, so this guy is perfectly content with dominating the amateur charts. He just doesn't want to... He just doesn't necessarily want to progress. And so what happens is his girlfriend ends up breaking up with him. She goes, sorry, honey, I ain't dating amateurs no more. I moved on to experts. The dude's girlfriend is taken by an expert to get her back. Oh, yeah. So, it says here, you, uh, Prenzi uses video game skills to beat the odds and get the girl. So he, so she decides, I want to date an expert. So she wants to, do what, what are you guys doing? You guys, <laughs> chasing each other. So, so this guy's girlfriend, you know, let's say there's some wise guy expert. He's just awesome. And he's giving her the eye. He steals her, basically steals her away from the other guy. And the guy goes, you know, I'm going to get my girlfriend back. I'm going to, I'm going to become an expert. And so... He trains. He hires someone from Craigslist or some other such thing. Hires someone from Craigslist to teach him to be the best. He shows up. It's a little kid. Turns out the kid needed to be babysat. So he put out the ad. So he could make some extra bucks on the side. Oh yeah, so that's... Yeah, so that's, so little kid puts out the ad, beautiful, be the beautiful mother answers the door, and a young mother, and let's say, 
let's say the guy who gets gets the girlfriend taken away from him. Let's say he's eighteen, and a mother's uh, twenty three or something. Beautiful, beautiful mother. She answers the door. He's like, "Whoa, this woman is going to teach me." But then all of a sudden, she stands aside, and it's the little kid who actually. You know, said, hey, I will train you. You know, he's he's going to get paid for this. Uh, the funny thing is, the kid need, needed a babysitter. So the kid gets babysat, and he's, he's bringing in some revenue at the same time. So... So, little by little, the main character, the guy, fall slowly falls in love with the mom. And you know, he's stealing little glances here and there at her while he's like when she, you know, she she leaves, or she comes back. So these training sessions usually, you know, take place while the mom's out on a date or doing, you know, just wherever she's at. And the main guy, you know, he's he's just, you know, he's 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 kind of attracted to the mom, but he's like, no, oh, this is, you know, I need to win back my my girlfriend. I need to win back my girlfriend. So it's kind of like a karate kid kind of thing, you know, the little boy, the little the little kid who's being babysat um is teaching him all this crazy stuff and it turns out that there's a um basically like an older older sibling who we eventually, you know, who ends up Coming in, they got, maybe they got a hood on or something. You don't really don't know what they're, they're up to. And so the off the charts, so the off the charts kinds, it turns out that maybe they're like hackers of some sort. Like they're the ones who figure out all those kick-ass codes. So while this guy, let's just call him Frank. Let's just give him a name, Frank. And let's say the little kid who's teaching him, and I'm talking, let's say, nine or ten. Let's call Leroy. So Leroy's teaching Frank. Leroy's mom... is named Trisha. Let's call her Trisha. And oh yeah, so while we see so while during these times, while while Frank is you know, during these montages and whatnot, while Frank is learning these crazy, you know, crazy multi-buttoned combo moves for let's say something like Let's say something like 
uh, Mortal Kombat, we get, we get, we get the mom, like, stealing these glances, like, looking at his fingers, going, ooh, he's got magic fingers, you know, what, ooh, I wonder what, what he would do with those fingers, very dexterous, he's very dexterous with those fingers, I like that, so, turns out that there's an older, uh, older brother, or older sister, and they are an off-the-charts, you know, thing, eventually Frank, it's like, what, you know about all this stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, little Leroy knows a lot of stuff, however, I could teach you all these crazy codes that you can use and it turns out that there's going to be this big video game championship now I've never seen the movie with Fred Savage but I know it's it's a big you know big video game kind of thing and especially now in this day and age video game competitions and stuff are becoming, becoming huge so it's quite interesting I, I didn't even didn't even realize it until I don't know, a few years ago or something. But this older brother is teaching Frank these these interesting things. And while he's in that room, he sees across the hallway through the crack, you know, the door is kind of cracked, he sees the mom changing. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, we get those kind of like Fast Time at Ridgemont High uh, or Porky's or who knows, you know, those those kind of movies. And you see that, you just see through the cracks like, yow, 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 yow. Hey. And, uh, and he's being, he's being taught all these things. So by the, uh, by the older sibling and so maybe they try to set up this kind of thing where they're going to hack into this big video game competition. Oh, so we st- so in the meantime, we see Frank, you know, going back to the arcade, testing out his skills. Yet the uh, the wise guy who's told his ex girlfriend, you always see him with his arm around her. You know, cool guy with his leather jacket. Maybe he's got like a a curl, a curl, curl in his hair, and maybe he smokes. And maybe now that she's this just popped in my brain. So he smokes. You know, he's always outside. He's like, oh yeah, he's got his. Cigarettes roll up in his sleeve. And then she, you know, the girlfriend starts smoking. So more and more of this stuff just starts to become un, unattractive to Frank. But Frank, at this point, he's so invested, he's just in it, you know. And he's like, no, i got to win my girlfriend back. I'll show her. She's just unimpressed, unimpressed, unimpressed. She's totally buying into the illusion, the, you know, whatever... Let's call that guy's name. Let's call that guy. Uh, oh, what would be a good one? Chip. Let's call him Chip. So Chip. <laughs> Chip. And let's call her. Lucille. That sounds kind of neat. Lucille. Yeah, Lucille. And you just see Lucille, like, slowly changing, altering her image. She's trying to do whatever the cool guys are doing. Uh, 
Frank, you know, it's like, oh man, you know, that's my girlfriend, or you know, I want to win her back. How do I? How do I do this? And you see him, you know, all these times, just rigorously trying to, trying to learn more, trying to get better, doing the best he can, doing the best he can. And eventually, eventually, it comes time for this big competition. And maybe it's like a Mortal Kombat kind of game. Who knows? I don't know. He's he's trying to train for all. You get this idea that maybe you don't know. Maybe they maybe they tell you before this big crazy competition thing. Maybe they tell you uh, about four or five games that you got to know inside and out. We're not going to tell you which one is going to be the is going to be the final game that you play. But it's going to be one of these five games, and so. We get to the competition. We get finally get to it, and this guy learned all this stuff. He's got it all dialed in. He's talked to uh, the older sibling. The older sibling is gonna is gonna use their, you know, their uh, their, you know, team of hackers. So when it comes time at this at this competition. They're going to hack into the computers and, you know, they're going to do something. They're going to, they're going to do something where it screws up. Uh, Cause let's say, let's say Frank knows that chip is going to be there. Well, it turns out, of course, they end up having to battle. And. Maybe something goes wrong at the competition. Something goes wrong at that competition, and the the people are just not able to hack into it. You know, when they hack in, maybe it's supposed to enable Frank to use some special move, finishing move, and bam, he wins. Wins the comp. You know, he's supposed to win the competition. Well, maybe the uh, the hacker folks get discovered. And, you know, that, that stops the fun. Brings that to an end. But, but, but. Frank doesn't know this. And so, he is just, you know, he is there battling, battling the boyfriend. He sees the girlfriend in the audience. And he just suddenly realizes, man, I am just not attracted to that girl anymore. She is not the girl that I originally used to, I thought I loved. She's not that girl. She's completely changed everything about her. She's this alternate girl now. And I'm just this like strange version. And all and you see throughout the competition. Little by little, his ex-girlfriend is starting to get, you know, the googly eyes for him. Like, oh boy, maybe he knows what he's doing. You know, he's getting good. Well, and then F- Frank realizes, no, this girl, who, why would I want to be with this girl who's completely changed now? Why, you know, why, why would I want to be with the girl who just doesn't want to have anything to do with me unless I'm an quote expert unquote and he's and he is you know doing really good 
at the game. And he's about to beat Chip. And you know what? He ends up seeing the mother. Let's call her... Oh, gosh. Let's call... Marilyn. 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 He sees Marilyn out there. And he sees the little sort of Yoda, um, Leroy, out there in the audience. And they're all like, yeah, do it, do it, get him. And all of a sudden he sees, he sees, he stops. He stops the game. And he walks over to the mom. And it's this moment where he just, you know, they kiss each other. They start making out. And he just doesn't care at that point. I don't care about winning at all. I really don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Just whole reason why I did this, it was built on the idea of getting my my ex-girlfriend back. Nope. It's all ridiculous. Ridiculous. I set out to be the best version I could be at this kind of thing. I already accomplished that. doesn't matter if I win an award or not. And he ends up, you know, while he's making out with the mother, the other guy, uh, Chip, uh, Chip, is just whomping his ass. Just bon, don, 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 ends up, you know, winning, so to speak. And uh, And there you go. And then it turns out, bum, 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 the judges, they go, even though, even though Chip basically, you know, won the game, turns out that Frank has more points. So he actually technically won it. (coughs) So he's a winner in both ways. And everybody embraces, and it's such a wonderful, happy ending. 4th of July, here's some big booms out there. So there you go. That's the video game movie. That's the video game movie. Go sleepyhead music video. I was supposed to make a music video for my buddy's band or for their song. They made a or, or a remake of a song, Sleepyhead. It's something that has not been created. Perhaps in the future. Perhaps in the future. Grand Harmony Jubilation Tour. Grand Harmony Jubilation Tour. That's a that's a cool name for a tour. Documenting the journey of Occupy residents, the folks who chose to just 
stay in their tents during the Occupy movement. Band called They, T-H-E-Y. There might have been a band called Them. I'm not sure. Band called They. Planting seeds on 4chan. So putting little ideas on 4chan. Interesting. Pet Ant. I don't know if that's an idea for a song or a band. Pet Ant. Here's something that says, December 22nd, It's a Wonderful Life. I think that's when I went with Dave Uchansky, uh, Jeremy Polensky, my brother Josh, Monica, some other great folks, Mike Sodi. Song. Here's a song. Welcome to my dojo. Uh, Grandma Marion's Hospital, 708-352-6900. Hey, kitties. Oh, 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 don't bite that guy. You can't do that. You just bit him on his neck. That's not nice. Ernie Hudson as Langston Hughes. Uh, guys, guys, come on, no biting. There's, there's no reason. It's what? I'm petting you. Let's see. Uh, white guy gets robbed by two ski-masked black dudes, and he says to them, Langston Hughes would not be pleased with this. They get into a discussion about about lit, L-I-T-T, about, about literary stuff. That's cool. They get into an intelligent conversation. Merry Christmas, M-A-R-R-Y Christmas, an event with couples getting married on Christmas. Work with Al Jaffe. Al Jaffe is with Mad Magazine. Character named Art Mind. That's good. Art Mind. I had an uncle Art who I didn't know that well, but he was he was a true artist. Character Art Mind. Here's another one. Another character named Art Mine. Contact Sonal Shah, director of social innovation, is looking for environments where creative solutions can flourish. Well, I was reading about these folks in a magazine, and I wrote them down because I wanted to contact them. Let's see. Ashoka, A-S-H-O-K-A. Invest in innovative people who have big ideas on social change. Oh, that's cool. Amy Domini. Helps invest in those who have a social impact. <clears throat> I think... <coughs> I think I'm going to get a hold, hold of these folks. Octopus person. Idea. Octopus person. Another one. Lobster hands. That would be a great movie. A person with lobster hands. I've heard that there was a movie called Lobster. I've never seen it, so... Now this, I'm, oh, here we go. We got a little piece of, it says here, Saturday, April 8th. 
I don't know what year this is. This idea book was was started in 2011. I don't know how how soon after this uh, that movie Lobster came out, and or if people actually have lobster hands in it. Um, however, it'd be interesting to know if they do. Go outside. Draw the street block. Oh, draw the street block. So this 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 uh. This Saturday, 8th April. I think this is kind of like a... What do they call that? What was that Gary Larson? Farside, the Farside. I think this is kind of like that. It's called Close to Home. So in this comic, there's a guy, this little comic here, there's a guy, he's got on his basketball hoop, he's, he's, he's holding on to the rim, and it looks like he's struggling, and then... Walking on the sidewalk is a mom, a little kid, and then they're they're walking a dog. And his glasses are on the ground. You can tell they're broken. And then his basketball's sitting over there. And she says, and here's a quote, For heaven's sake, your father has done it again. Gotten his wedding ring caught on the basketball rim. This is where the beginnings of Usu, a lot of the Usu came from here. Hmm. I'll, I'll do a podcast all about Usu at some point in the future. That, that, that will happen for sure. Kitty, I got kitties lying all over the idea books here. Hi, dear. Hello, dear. Oliver, Oliver. I think this is all for now. I will come back. I'll read more ideas. What's fun is getting into these ideas and then kind of expounding, expanding upon them. That's always exciting. Gonzo Kitty. Thank you, everyone, for your patience, for listening to me, for voting for the podcast. And just being who you are. Please, please, just be more of who you are. Keep that in mind.